morning, Tim. Yeah, we're we're calling in from uh, on the road uh, on the way to Eastman, Georgia, this morning for one of our 125 stop bus tour uh, stops out here, uh, trying to help people to understand what's at stake and how important it is to get the boat out. I will get to that in a quick moment. I want to talk about what happened last night. I was trying to remember. I don't recall a whole lot of Sunday night bill signings. President Trump, though, last night uh, signing that, that, that omnibus bill, coronavirus relief legislation, and the bill that keeps the government open and operating for a while longer, about $900 billion in coronavirus aid. Uh, they, they, endorsing this, supporting this, where, where are you on this? Well, we have to have aid, uh, extension of aid on the COVID thing, and uh, that was the big part of trying to get this done last night. People are hurting. We needed to do. We should have been able to do this months ago. But honestly, Tim, the Democrats just obstructed it because they didn't want to have uh, they let tr- uh, Trump have a win before November, and now they didn't want it to happen before the uh, January election. But look, half a trillion dollars of this nine hundred uh, or this trillion dollar package for COVID is being reprogrammed from, from the first CARES Act. And it goes to PPP and extension for small businesses, uh, extends the unemployment premium. I mean, there's a direct payment in here. But the main, it's got vaccine money, people, uh, money for education, hospitals, and rental assistance. So this is something that people were really hurting and needing. Should have been done a couple of months ago. All right. I know because we have had this conversation now going on uh, six years, you and I. You, you ran for the Senate in the first place. You're concerned about debt and deficit. I, I honestly don't know where the debt is now. It's got to be north of $25 trillion based on what we've done over the course of the last year. This ain't helping, obviously, in terms of the money that we owe here. How sustainable is this? It's not. And this is the, this is the thing we've been talking about. You know, we said six years ago five things we had to do to get at this debt. One of them was grow the economy. We did that for the first three and a half years before COVID in the Trump administration, Tim, and that lowered the debt curve by $2 trillion. Now, to get through this pandemic, we've added 5 or $6 trillion to the debt. It's about it's north of $26 trillion. This is not sustainable. We've got to fix the budget process. Here we are at the end of December, just now funding the government for this fiscal year that started October 1. This is insanity. It's what we've been talking about for six years. We've been working on it, working on it, made some changes, but there's a lot of work to be done yet on this, uh, Tim. The other is we've got to get at mandatory expenditures. Those are the ones that are really just exploding away from us. All right, step me through this, by the way. Tell me what happens if we don't stop doing this. We have to reach a point where, as you say, it's not sustainable. What happens if we keep spending this, printing this kind of money? Well, if we lose these two seats, you're going to find out because the Democratic spending plan, you know, $9 trillion a year for the next decade for the Green New Deal, that's equal, Jim, to the entire adjusted gross income of America. I mean, this is we, – we, we, we can't go down that road. But even without doing that, we, we don't have far to go before we have to address our mandatory expenditures, which is 70 – you know, so over 70 percent of our total expenditures – uh, because one day we'll go to the, the bond markets to try to borrow money for the federal government, and won't, we won't be able to do it. Now, so far we've been able to do it and get away with it, but the problem is you won't be able to do that forever. Senator David Perdue with us again, eight days out. I, I, you have internal polling. I don't know how much you can share with us. My sense, based on what I've seen, and I've really tried to stay away from a lot of polling and talking about this election, these runoffs, but it, it sounds like both of them are close. Tim, they were close, but, you know, we, the best poll, polls really don't work in runoffs. It's all about turnout. Um, back in November when we won by two points and the Libertarians got two points, the Democrats were beat 52 to 47 and a half, something like that. Um, we think if we get our vote out, we're looking at numbers that tell us we're in good shape. So 
so far, early voting is encouraging for us. We think that uh, as long as we get these next eight days and are successful at getting voted, that's why I'm out here on the road. I mean, 125-stop bus tour is, is in places like Hay Hire and Hiawassee. we got the president coming back in on Monday night. We've had the vice president here six times. The president been here once. Uh, we got all sorts of surrogates uh, coming to help us. So the eyes of America are on us. If we win Georgia, honestly, in my opinion, we save America from this tremendously liberal and dangerous uh, Democratic onslaught, socialist onslaught. Oh, Senator David Perdue with us. How concerned are you? You mentioned the president. He's coming back to Georgia, or so we are led to understand, on Election Eve, a week from today. The president's scheduled to be back in Georgia. Uh, how concerned are you that so many people are so upset? There are people, I don't know how many, but they're making an awful lot of noise. There are people who believe that this election was stolen from President Trump here in Georgia and elsewhere. People are mad at the governor. They're mad at the Secretary of State. Republicans fighting Republicans when, from your perspective, I'm sure they ought to be fighting these two Democrats. How concerned are you that people are so fixated on the rearview mirror they're not staring at the windshield? Well, look, there's no question that there were uh, things that happened in November that are very concerning, Tim, and we want to get to the bottom of it. That's why I've asked several times that the General Assembly get involved and, and investigate. Uh, that's why the president's asked. We've gone to court. The courts are telling us that uh, it's more of a legislative issue, not a judicial issue, so we're trying to go that route. But this is what I'm trying to explain to people. If they're upset and they need to fight back, and the best way to fight back is to vote. I mean, that's the only thing they do. If they give up these two seats, the Democrats will have total control. You heard Pat Toomey uh, remind us of that. They will have total control, and that means they'll undo all that uh, Trump has accomplished over the last four years. This is the best economic turnaround in U.S. history. It even allowed 6.5 million people to pull themselves out of poverty. This is something that we don't want to give up. The regulatory work, we're energy independent for the first time in our history. I mean, this is, these are serious things that we don't want to relinquish, and we will if these uh, people who are mad about November don't get out and vote. Now, you mentioned there, Senator, in talking about the elections of November 3rd, that election cycle, things you said are very concerning. Give me a couple of examples. What is concerning to you? What do you think went wrong? The probability of having so few absentee, well, first of all, absentee ballots went from 5% to 30% of the total votes counted. That's a substantial change. The, the other thing is that the probability of having so few absentee ballots rejected because of a signature uh, invalidity uh, is one in 10,000. There's no way so few ballots. Give me an example. In Fulton County, 38 ballots were rejected because of uh, an invalid signature. Only 38 out of 150,000 roughly votes, absentee ballot votes. The probability of all that happening across the state is only one in 10,000. So Something says that something is wrong there, and nobody's really answered that question yet. Uh, Senator David Perdue with us another couple of minutes here again. Eight days out in the early voting that continues through Thursday, the five precincts in Athens, the Civic Center in Oconee County, through Thursday, no early voting on Friday, which is New Year's Day. Report on fundraising, campaign financing here, uh, and you and Senator Leffler lagging behind the two Democrats in that category. To what extent does that concern you, if at all? Well, anytime you're outspent to the degree that we are, you worry about what goes on TV and how it affects people. And particularly with the lying program that the Democrats have perpetrated this time, uh, it's more it's more radical than anything I've ever seen in my lifetime, Tim, honestly. And so that does concern me. But what matters now, it's not about issues. It's not even really about candidates at this point. It's about getting the vote out. And unfortunately, so many people are voting one on their history. Uh, but what we're trying to do right now is focus on the people that we know voted for us in November, 
we get them back out to vote, we'll be just fine. We'll win again. Uh, quickly, I'm going to let you go on this one, Senator David Perdue. Win, lose, or draw, and I don't suppose there's a draw next week, but win or lose next week. Uh, six years in the Senate, I don't know what you were expecting when you ran for this thing uh, four, uh, six years ago. What, In terms of expectations, what's it been like? Well, I knew it was dysfunctional. That's why I ran. I mean, I kept saying if you want different results, you got to send a different kind of person. We tried for 20 years to deepen the port of Savannah. Uh, unfortunately, they never got it done. I was up there um, when Trump got elected. I went to him, and now we've got it done. That, that port's going to be finished next year. We've uh, got the cyber headquarters uh, uh, coming from the military down to uh, Fort Gordon and Augusta. I mean, we brought disaster aid for uh, our uh, farmers. But what is so problematic is the dysfunctionality of Washington, and you've got to have somebody from the outside who has a perspective on it. And that's why I, I think I've been very effective trying to bring the uh, uh, the, the uh, tenor of change, really, to our budgeting process, which we made some changes in, and we're going to get there. We had a joint select committee. Uh, we've done a lot of work, and I believe if we can get some Democratic cooperation, we can make tremendous headway in the budgeting process and in our debt structure. Senator David Perdue, again, eight days out, the early voting that continues through Thursday of this week. Absentees, by the way, we're told to get those absentees, if you have them, get those in the mail by close of business today. You don't want to risk it much after today. If it is after today, you probably want to take it to a drop box. Uh, but Senator Perdue, best of luck on Tuesday. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.